बिग सिटी गर्ल मरोल मेमोर्स अमी मुंबईकर स्टोरी बाय रम्या पांडियन वेन एवर एनी वन टेल्स मी अबाउट द टॉर्चर ऑफ ट्रैवलिंग टू अंधेरी ईस्ट आई हैव टू से बिच प्लीज आई ग्रू अप इन मरोल लेट दैट सिंक इन वाई यू टेक इन माई नाइस क्लोथ एंड माई पॉलिश्ड वर्ड्स दे यूजली रीक ऑफ वैक्स वर्सोवा of lecherous lokhandwala bungalows 4 and 7 and seaside heaven today i'm surrounded by high rises that boast their own clubhouses and swimming pools there is a cafe at every street corner a mall at every turn a restaurant in every stop and an asshole attitude in every person the people around me are a whirl of toned biceps and unabashed mini skirts they are iphone users honda city drivers marks and spencer shoppers in a city called tinsel town today i'm perched at the very tip of the shine and sparkle it's a far cry from the black and white photographs of my childhood that have shannon bose on a new cycle meena aunty yelling at us in tuition class and fatima's father meticulously washing his second hand fiat every morning The joke goes that people from anywhere else in the city need a visa to enter Andheri. Of course, we are home to the international airport, also the biggest suburb in the most crowded city in the country, which just means that everywhere in Andheri is really far away because even Andheri West is far from Andheri East. The road that leads from my past to where I am today is as twisted and unpredictable as Andheri Kurla Road. that was a different me living in a world separated from the one that i'm in now by a solid wall that wall is made up of people's biases and real estate prices the city now recognizes marol as a metro station a traffic bottleneck and a punishment posting but i knew it once as some place else The morol of my childhood didn't have pan stains and discarded car tissue boxes. Oh no no no. It was filthy in a whole different way. There were mounds of dark brown mud pockmarked with weeds and an occasional silver chocolate wrapper. We call them mountains. And the pigs. The pigs were equal citizens of Marol village. The lanes wound around fisher women, makeshift crosses and a statue of Mother Mary at one turn. The Catholic stopped and made the sign of the cross. The others just looked up into her weather-worn eyes. Mother Mary watched over us all, and where her eyes couldn't reach, other less serene ones did. We lived around a steep slope that lay somewhat uncomfortably over a local hill. Every kid dreamed of being a superhero. Spider-Man was a hot favorite in those days, and climbing up that compound wall. This easily accessible wall however was never once scaled by a single kid in the colony. There was only one thing scarier than going up on that high wall and that scary creature lived in building number 5. Preeti aunty childless all her life. The ladies in the colony were generous with their affections, their time, the kadi made by Shannon's mother, the exciting VCR at the Mathre's house and the new telephone in our house. They shared their culinary experiments and their children. Preeti aunty was the custodian of playtime for all the kids in the colony. Our parents warned us about going outside the gate and about strangers offering us sweets, but they never had to caution us about the compound wall. As long as Preeti aunty lived in building number 5, no kid would scale that wall. Preeti aunty, 
large set with a loud booming voice her brusque brand of affection rolling around her and tires around her waist we feared her she was the boogeyman the ultimate threat eat your tindli or i'll tell preeti aunty the compound wall was forgotten in all our fears and there were no broken bones or worse because of it every marol kid went to one of two local schools a local one unimaginatively named marol education academy or the more aristocratic sounding saint john the evangelist high school mine <laughs> my school belonged to the church the hub of marol gaon bordered on one side by bori colony my mornings began with azan kausalya supraja ramapurva and our father who art in heaven holy be thy name holy be thy name inside every classroom the teachers droned and each time our attention strayed christ on the cross on every wall reminded us that we would pay for our sins you can take the child out of christian school but you can't take the catholic guilt out of a kid kids around the country would read about turrets and towers and giant bells that needed ropes and pulleys to be made to ring i saw these every day as a matter of daily course when i went to school they were all crumbling and decrepit when i was there but it was a bonafide historical building and the tallest one in the area more than 100 years old getting to school was a walk through one story houses with courtyards chickens pecking at the ground we stopped not for traffic but to let a goat pass before jumping across a gutter there was even a well called into ceremonial use during every east indian wedding's pani ceremony at the church entrance a gentle light stone jesus christ reminded us not to stray onto the main road marol village was a remnant of that slice of the city's history when it was a cluster of fishing villages every time someone calls me a big city girl i can't help but think about my beginnings i grew up in a village and now that i live in an uber urban area where my neighbors don't know me and a salaried employee tracks my security and my mail I think of Marol and the community life. There is no preeti aunty to scare the kids off the barbed wire fence. There is a barbed wire fence. There is an impersonal security guard with a face that changes every month instead of Bahadur and Reesham who would help our mothers carry groceries and make angry faces when we clung to the gate demanding piggyback rides. I have a posh address but inside our homes we are the same people, the same spaces. I guess I really haven't come that far. I'll always be a Marol village girl in the big city.